What's up, guys? This is the Seven Juice Trade out of Intercom. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull, Factory KTM, Factory Kawasaki, TLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such as myself. All you got to do is go to AturbeastUSA.com or call 1-800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them Motorized Pajo sent you. Hey, Dad. Great race. Not sure how you could even see. Thanks, bud. Track conditions were pretty brutal, but thanks to my X-Brand goggles, I had hashtag clear vision all the way. X-Brand Goggles has grown into the goggle choice of many of the top privateers, such as Ben LeMay, John Short, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, as well as 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion Gary Sutherland. Hey guys, this is Gary Sutherland, 2017 Works and Hare and Hound champion, and I trust X-Brand. My name is Ben LeMay, and I choose X-Brand Goggles. Hi, I'm Andy Kiefer, and whenever I want to be best dressed, I wear X-Brand Goggles. Hey guys, this is Kyle Chisholm. And for almost a decade in my professional racing career, I've chosen X-Brand as my goggles. Now, X-Brand Goggles is joining the Moto X Pod Show for 2020 with their EKS, S, and Flat Out Series goggles. Go to EKSBrand.com or email DarksideMX3 at AOL.com for pricing. What's up, guys? This is Alex motherfucking Ray. And if you don't use X-Brand, then you. Once again, out here at the Fly Fun Day Cycle Ranch 2019, and we do have in the in the chair the one and only beast from the east, Damon fucking Bradshaw. What's up, Damon? <laughs> Not much, man. It's uh, it's cool to again be back at Cycle Ranch. I mean, it's a really really cool place, and tracks fun. Sand they don't ride sand very much, so yeah. it's like almost like learning to ride again. But uh, I always enjoy this event, especially that the weather's better this yeah, year. Yeah, you were <laughs> well, you you definitely don't like the cold, and last no. year it was windy and cold, and yeah. But today was fantastic during the day. No, it's it was to cool awesome. Now. Track was good, and uh, getting the YZ450 tuned in. Yeah, how about that 2020 450? What do you think? I, I'm I'm still getting used to it. You know, I spent um, three years on on gas gas yeah. and two strokes, and so it's almost like learning to ride again. But but I like it. It's that challenge. TJ just said that because he just switched from a two stroke to a four stroke, and did, he's yeah. like, I don't know if I can do this. He, he's not feeling it. <laughs> I was sitting back going, I, did I make a mistake? And then I was actually on the vet track, which is more hard pack. It wasn't as deep and all that stuff. And I realized what it was. I went down the corner. And I'm like, what the fudge? I was just getting pissed off. Fudge. And um, yeah. So anyways. And I, um, I realized it's the engine braking. The engine braking is causing me to, like, when I come into the corner, I'm so used to using the brakes and all that kind of stuff. It puts so much weight on the front end. I know it sounds dumb, but. No, yeah. it is. It is. It's like, it's literally like learning to ride again. I mean, yeah. I think, obviously, good guys can, can change up and, you know, and make it work. But yeah. for me, it does take. I mean, I was still you know riding gas gas for three years i was still learning that motorcycle after <laughs> three years so now it's like starting over again but uh but i'm excited about the partnership with yamaha and uh it was great being with gas gas for three years really good motorcycles and and good people yeah um so, and, and i'm excited about their new venture with ktm and so uh yeah it's it's cool to to be back on blue again yeah that's cool and how about you've been with wps is this your second year or has it been more than that um 
Let's see. So I started 17. Okay. Um, and I rode with with Fly Gear. Yeah. Way, bef- way before. I mean, that. as a, like an ambassador, I, I don't know exactly what your title is, but you I don't. I don't come either. Come to these and events. And every, everybody's an ambassador, right? Yeah, but, yeah, uh, true. No, I just I get I get to be myself, and yep. uh, I get to hang out with people and talk, and we talk about product, we talk about old stories, and I get to ride with our dealers and, and ride with consumers. So. Uh, I, I love it. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. It's a uh, family atmosphere around right. PS and, and fly racing. Yep, so yep. I uh, cannot complain. I think it's really cool because I, I met you last year, but I've, you know I've got to visit with you a few times at some Supercrosses, and it seems like when the fans come up to you now and they have these stories and these memories of you, that it really I, I think it touches you you know emotionally a little bit more now than maybe it probably did in the '90s. Like you're you're able to enjoy it a little bit more. Oh, much more because then there was like the not, not enough time. Yeah. And, and I wanted to, but there just wasn't enough time. You had so many different people pulling from you and you were busy. And, and sure, I never sure. really did, I don't know, we'll call it the retirement farewell tour. <laughs> right, I just didn't right. do that. I needed to get away. And so now it's, even though it's been a long time, but I still, a lot of those people are still around the sport. Mm-hmm. And so now I get to sit down and BS with them for hours if I want and to. And ride with them. And ride with Which, them. Yeah. So uh, to me, it's, it's, I, I call it that full circle. You yeah. Know, it's yeah. Gone for, well, ever how many years, so let's say from 97 or whatever until, until now again. So, um, it is. It, it's neat to be able to sit down and not have the pressure. And it's like our our uh, fly fun days. You know, getting to go out and ride. And if I miss a session, it's no big deal. If you're at a race and you miss your moto, then oh, that's, that's terrible. That's, that's a problem. Yeah. So here, I I get to go out. You know, four or five times and and ride a couple of motos and sit around and tell stories. Heck yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that sitting around telling stories kind of stuff because I've watched you throughout the day because I'm up in and out and I'm I've been riding and all that stuff, but. I see we know a lot of the, the riders. We've got to know a lot of them, and they're busy throughout the day and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think half of them, even retired or however you want to call it, would would spend so much time talking with just random yahoos. I mean, like like me. <laughs> you know I mean? We said it like we, we talked yesterday, and, and it's just like how is that now? Like, like do you – when you were the pro and you are busy, did you realize you were building the following that you run into now? And mm-hmm. then – how is it just sitting around talking to people? It, it definitely wasn't like it was a plan. It was just me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I feel like that if it wasn't for those fans and those people that came up to talk to you, then we wouldn't be there racing. Right. And we wouldn't be paid to ride motorcycles. Um, so to me, I tried to give them as much time then. Yeah. Now I can give them a lot more. And to me, that's uh, that's what it's about. I mean, and, and really... I like hanging out with with race people, but I also hang. I like to hang out with those weekend warrior people gotcha. that, that enjoy going riding, and they may or may not race. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and what's cool is I get to do moto days, and then I get to do off road days. Yeah, and yeah, you're saying I, that. I enjoy that as as much as anything now that, you know, I, I'm back on the 450. I enjoy the moto days a little more because. The 252 stroke is a lot of work. And <laughs> yes. It wouldn't matter if it was yes. a gas gas or if it was a Yamaha. Right. Just no doubt. more work. Yeah. Right. I mean, the 450 is the lazy man bike, right? So, yeah. Um, but I, that's I get to do so many different types of, of riding. I mean, we do adventure stuff. We do UTV stuff. So I get to mix it up. And um, and, and even on our um, on our hard drive side and our Highway 21 side, yeah. you know, which is the V-twin stuff. I mean, there's guys at Harley shops that ride moto. I can go into a Harley shop and – BS Moto with guys that um, that are into Harleys. Right. 
Hey, if you don't mind, pull the mic up a little bit because I don't think it's picking you up. Yeah, I can boost a lot of that. Yeah, we can turn it up. I just I didn't want to interrupt you. Um, yeah. So we were talking yesterday, and of course you were known as super, super competitive. You've admitted like you didn't like anybody that you raced with at the time. You couldn't. You just couldn't. That wasn't who you were. Um, and you know, just hanging out yesterday, you're still super competitive. You talked about. You know, we talked about Brownie at Vet Nationals, him talking about, I need to step back because I want to go fast, but I'm really getting too old or whatever. Um, how is that to kind of mentally say, all right, I, I need to probably back it down, but when I go out there, I don't want to back it down. Yeah. Do you, where, where's that line? Well, you talk about it, and usually when you get out there in the heat of the moment, it, it goes away. It's, it's hard. <laughs> it's, there's no it's line. It's hard to back that. It's a little easier on our ride days, um, and I don't do hardly any races. I mean, maybe a couple a year. I yeah. Mean, a couple of months ago, um, you know, we were at uh, one at Cernix doing a race, and I got to battle with Brownie a little bit, and uh, it was brought back a lot of old memories. But I <laughs> think about that when we're out there. I'm like, you know, I don't. I'm pretty sure we shouldn't be going this hard or yeah. going this yeah. fast. <laughs> and I definitely couldn't do it as long as Brownie. I mean, the guy uh, is an animal, and we had battles back in the day. And but uh, it, it's fun. But I, I think. You know, for him, it's going to be hard because obviously he's been used to racing and riding a lot. A he's lot. not going to stop riding, I don't think. Right. Now, maybe going out and racing and running five motos a day like he did at Cernix, five yeah. one day, five yeah, the next. Yeah. Um, and a, I did two motos a day. He's not I needed more time to talk to people than there he did. There you go. I like that, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> You've got more fans than it he does. Was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But I, I think, you know, it'll be a little bit for him to adapt to. But yeah. And it's, that's the thing with me. I get asked to do a lot of races, but honestly, risk for reward, that's just not there. Sure. I mean, I love to come out and ride, and I, I can't get enough riding. That's cool but, that you have but, that back. But going into the first turn with, you know, 30, 40 guys, <laughs> eh. Yeah. Not you so can much leave fun, that. Not so much fun anymore. Right. <laughs> hey, so real quick, um, when was the last time you lost at something? Well, I guess we'll talk about that. I guess it was last <laughs> night at the pool game. Hey, it's all right. You got to take advantage of a, of a win. Of one, I should say. Oh, out, of, out of four. Out of four. Yes. And then how many other games did I play? A lot. I, don't I think know. I played ten. I only care about the one. Well, I played till nobody wanted to come over His to the pool game. Yeah. So the people who are listening on the podcast, they won't, if, if you watch the video, his whole demeanor changed. Well, I guess we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was uh, – <laughs> And we can. Well, I'm, well, I'm, game good, two, I'm good with taking a beating. Yeah. Game two, I had you, and the freaking eight ball didn't fall over that little lip in the pocket. You and, know, almost only counts in horseshoes <laughs> and hanger nades. That, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> almost. But it was uh, – <laughs> yeah, it, it still was pretty awesome just to have his – to be able to say, you know, I beat Damon at something at, at one something. T- moment, but – um, but I can see your competitive side there. And it, I'm going to have to polish out. up on my pool game. And it's probably been five years since yeah, I've been behind right. the stick. Me too, so probably. I'm going to polish up on it. <laughs> but that was fun, though. I really, I actually <laughs> really enjoyed the fact of getting to see you is more of like a, a real person, I guess. You know, like, you know, I run into playing that jokes and messing with the other guys. I run into the, that a lot. I yeah. mean, people go, oh, we didn't. Well, you got to remember, you, you, you literally were trying to talk to me when I was at work and in the heat yeah, of the moment, meaning, yeah. you know, when we were well, racing. fans don't think about that, really, you know, and, and I think that that's that's a hard line probably, too, because the rider, like, if the fans don't come to the races, there's not going to be any races. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's not going to be a Supercross race if nobody shows up. The fans want to meet the riders, and that's that's a hard thing to think of, too. Like, they are there to work, but then the fans are there. I don't know, man. I don't know how you – I don't there's know how you do with like that. There's a couple guys like Osborne is one that we've <clears throat> talked about multiple times who's really good at yeah. that. Yeah. At, 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 
at not blurring the line, but being able to follow that line where he talks to the fans, he does what he can do, but he's also focused. But then there's other guys like Tomac who they are there to race and yeah. win, and they they yeah. can't. It's got to be tough. Separate it. So it's 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 definitely hard. And I think <clears throat> now you know we didn't have a lot of time in in, in my day, and yeah. now I think they have less because they have more people to deal with throughout their team, <laughs> right, whether it's right. a trainer or whether it's watch video. And yeah. It's, there's the, so much more going on. And I mean, I've, I've taken up for some of those guys when I was driving a monster truck, I would have mm. people come to our events and we did hours and hours of autographs. And I'm not, I'm not a big Chad Reed fan, but somebody <laughs> came up to me and they said, Chad Reed's an asshole and did this, this, and this. And, and I, I came, I got up from behind my table and walked out to talk to them too. Cause they were super oh, wow. fast fans as well yeah. to try to explain to them probably the situation he was in and didn't have time and was taken up for him because I've been there. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, uh, I spent probably 10 minutes with those people explaining to him, That's Hey, cool. you got to look at it like this, you know, and he's in the heat of the moment and how you can't take your mind has to be, everything has to be on point. So, anyways, I explained that to sure. them for ten minutes or so, and I think they kind of realized it, and you know, because they are there for the people. But then again, their job is yeah. So but you know, you think about like Mathis talked about this. You know, people these people spend. I mean, with ticket prices now, they take their kids and their wife, it, a, couple you know, a couple hundred dollars. bucks to go, and like, you know, the kid wants an autograph, and the autographs are only for an hour if you get a ticket. And I mean, that it, it's kind of disappointing for the fan, probably. Yeah, no, that I maybe, totally you know, agree. And then. I mean, I've had an experience with Chad in particular where he, he wasn't super cool to me, let's say. It was press day, and I asked him for an interview, and he's like, no. I was like, yeah. okay, all righty then. Yeah. But then he did something really cool for me at Dallas where he actually recorded a voicemail or a voice message for one of my buddy's wives who's a super fan. So, you know, the other thing is we don't necessarily it's think timing, about, you know man. what? It's what timing. He what, have had a, you know, on. he could have had a, timing, yeah. a fight with his wife the night before. and that, that you know, like Could have been his stuff, mechanic. Or that, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but you had goose. But that stuff, um, you know, you never, you don't really ever think about like they're human too, like yourself, you know. And yeah. then to see you out in these last couple of days, it's, uh, Ellen, it's pretty cool. It's hard to make everybody happy. Yeah, um, for and sure. You try, but you know, these riders that aren't so much into that, there could become a point in their life to where they maybe wish they were. Yeah, and more than likely will well, be after like, they retire. Like RV, Villapoto, I think yeah. looks back now a little bit, and he kind of like, man, I, I didn't enjoy some of the time that right. I probably could have. Yeah. And now he seems to be more enjoying oh, he it. And he, yeah. I think so. Yeah, he's a little more loose, and obvi- a lot more loose. Go ahead. So, so out, you were out there riding today. We got everybody was, like, on the fence watching Bradshaw <laughs> ride. was awesome. How long does that continue with you? Like, Are you like like me? I plan on – there's a plus 80 class at Vet Nationals. <laughs> I want to <laughs> do that. And I talked about that yesterday. Yeah, so, so where are you as far as that goes? You know, my deal, as long as I'm having fun and I'm healthy, that's yeah. that's kind of the way I want to look at it, and um, you know, hopefully these guys will want to keep me around for a while because I do enjoy what I'm doing, and we are expanding uh, our our ride days, our adventure rides, right. our off road rides, and um, I think it goes over really well with our with our dealers, and, and some of them are consumers as well. So uh, I plan on being around for a while. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. and, that's I, and I work hard at trying to st- to to stay healthy, but then also to ride and. The, the cool thing is it's not moto, moto, moto. You know, right. I get to do the off-road. I yeah. get to go do UTV yeah. events. And I love to race in the desert. And so uh, yeah. uh, on four wheels, not two oh, yeah, wheels. Right, not right, right. two <laughs> wheels. No, desert racing like on two trophy wheels. trophy truck not, type not stuff? Or uh, side I, by side? 
I would, I would love to do that, but it's, but it's big money, right? Yeah. But sure. Honestly, after going and doing Baja the first time, which was years ago, had the opportunity with Monster, I said, I'll go back and ride a three-wheeler <laughs> just to go back, you nice. know? Yeah. So I've been able to go back a few times, fortunately, and um, hopefully more of that will come in the future. Awesome. So do you, uh, you said you do adventure ride days, too. So, like, y'all, like, that, that, that the plan? They have a bunch of people like this all kind of go riding, like, longer trails? It is. I mean, obviously, it would have to be a smaller group, but that's something we're really working on for next year. Because, that is awesome. Because a lot of our dealers, they may not ride moto. They yeah. may not ride off-road, but they do adventure. So that's the reason we're trying to – because we want to give back to those guys yeah. and show them our appreciation for what they do for us. And it's enjoyable. I mean, we can ride. We can have dinner. We can spend the night and do a ride back. So that's something we're really working on next year to kind of – So I got one other question real quick. Darkside and I got out there on the vet track, and we were going at like 50%, basically trying to park each other constantly. It was just fun playing back and forth. Who's the guy that you raced – back in the day that right now you would love to just get on the track and like just bang bars and have fun with like like that you know i kind of got the opportunity would would have been jeff stanton i mean i know you guys have heard it many times and and on pulp but uh when we got to do the pit bike race in chicago land here you know several months ago that's the first time since 2000 2001 arena cross season right um when i did the the team for that the weather was really good in Michigan when we were passing through and I still wasn't where I needed to be I was behind the eight ball for sure and so I got to go to Jeff's house and he was riding some so we got to ride his supercross track and just after a few days at his house put me to where I needed to be right to, to get back you know to get the game back a little bit and so that was fun just to get to go ride pit bikes and for some reason there's I don't know, 10 or 12 of us or maybe even more. But every time on the track, me, him, and Brownie found ourselves together. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And that, it, that was so much, it was so much fun. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I enjoyed racing with him. And, uh, yeah, it would still be fun today. I don't. I think Jeff still rides some. But right. he's into riding vintage stuff. I like vintage stuff, but not all the time. Yeah, right. yeah <laughs> that's what I was telling you. We need to get you out to Diamond Dons. That's a huge event. Or do a vintage race because it, yeah, it really I, is a lot of fun. I want to do our uh, the one we have in Boise. I yeah, used to yeah. do it every year, but I keep having events on that same weekend. Of course. So, I'm going to try to do something. Me and uh, Villapoto were talking about it the other day, and he's like, yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Maybe yeah. we can, you know, get some old Yamahas. And so I'm going to work on that. And, cool. and uh, he was interested in coming. So that would be a lot happens. of fun. Sweet. Well, Damon, I'm not going to take any more of your time. I know this is the end of the day, and it's time to chill yeah, out. Yeah, I was, my cold. knife was starting to look shiny. Yeah, man. He, yeah, Damon's got a <laughs> knife over here that he was like, if, you know, things don't go well and they go too long, I'm going to start, you know, taking care of some shit. So. No, no, it's good. Thank you guys for having me on. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Thanks so much. All right, bye. All right. All right, we are right here at the Fly Fun Day at Cycle Ranch 2019, and we're here with the one and only Skippy. What's up, Skippy? Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing good, man. So uh, the second year of this event for me, second year at Cycle Ranch. What do you think about it so far? I mean, you're back with WPS. Congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you. You know, happy to uh, be on board with these guys. I've uh, been a fly-supported rider for almost 10 years now and a uh, huge fan of the product and um, – you always are most successful when you're selling products that you believe in, and I'm a huge believer of uh, everything that WPS sells, not just fly racing, but, uh, you know, Sedona. Uh, I mean, shoot, it's there's so much stuff. Mika it, Metal. The, the I mean, tires and Motul, and yep. we've got X-Brand goggles, of course. X-Brand. A chair bees next to us, um, and then the, uh, the firepower batteries and chains, which Absolutely. got some killer deals on chains today. Free oil changes, too. What? Yeah, they're doing free oil changes. Uh, the first 25 riders that show up today and tomorrow get uh, free oil changes. 
Well, I wish somebody had told me that earlier. You Shit. Yeah, could do we, it. I think I was here like last night. I was definitely yeah. one of the first. Well, people. I was here at noon <laughs> yesterday. So um, this place is badass. Unfortunately, you're not getting a ride this weekend. But um, I mean, this event, I feel like, is something that could grow into something really special. Absolutely. You know, and I, uh, you know, it's this is probably the first time I've came here and uh, intentionally not be riding. I <laughs> right. grew up here. My uh, second cousin or some family member originally started at Mike Pitt. So okay. I grew up here essentially and got a lot of great memories and a lot of forgotten memories and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of gnarly crashes and a yeah, lot yeah. of successful stories as well. Uh, Race to KX 500 here. That was a popular YouTube video of mine. Wow. And then, uh, had a lot of fun, and I, I always love being here just because there's so many memories and some of the best dirt in the world, and uh, it's always a great event. And, you know, for, for Todd uh, to put in such effort uh, for the moto community uh, here in Texas, uh, it's incredible, and it's awesome to see such uh, great camaraderie going on here, and everybody's in a great mood, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. And, I mean, man, we're sitting here. I, I get to do an interview with Darkside Live. I mean, I'm going to remember this the rest of my life. Well, what I'm going to remember is that, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit when the Beast from the East gets over here, I beat Damon fucking Bradshaw at pool last night. That's insane. I beat Damon Bradshaw. You know, I, hold on, hold on. Yeah, TJ's here too, by the way. And, and how many hey, times TJ. did y'all have to play before you actually beat Damon Bradshaw? Three. You had to play three? No. Three times. We played four times. And so you only beat he him beat one, me one time of four. three, but he has not shut up about no, this No, but here's the deal. So and so you yes. won Anaheim two. Yeah. And then he came back for yes. Anaheim three and one. He, okay. And the rest of the listen, series. Listen, every <laughs> game we played, every game we played came down to the eight ball. Game two, I hit the eight ball, and it was half in the pocket and half out. It was so close, and I was coming unglued. So you're a half inch short again. Yes. And I was like, I was so pissed off. And and, then, and, and what did you say when that happened? <laughs> <laughs> I pointed at it and I told David, I said, "That's like your championship right there." Oh, <laughs> so close! Wah, wah, everybody, wah. everybody in the background was. Yeah, like, they were all like, "Oh, don't say that. He's gonna get pissed." But he laughed. And they're like, "Oh, he must not have heard you." I was like, "No, I said it straight to his face." Yeah, he heard me. You but know, he's super, super fucking. And cool. it's funny because you always hear about the. Uh, how gnarly and truly passionate Damon was uh, in his racing days and the reason why he's called the beast from the east. And I'd always just experienced, you know, professional Damon. And uh, since he's come on board with uh, Fly Racing, you know, I've just worked with him on a professional level and not really gotten to spend time with him riding or anything like that. And uh, whenever we were at Pleasure Valley this past year, <laughs> Pleasure I Valley, finally, I like the sound of that. I finally got to experience a little bit of that. We were, uh, we just got done riding practice and we were doing the same moto we were doing uh i think it was plus 25 or plus 30 or open pro or one of those three and uh he was sitting there and he's just like man like this dirt is cool and this track's cool but and i'm not trying to go fast but when i get roosted i just want to fucking kill yeah, these people yeah, yeah. God, then i'm we, going faster than i want to and we i'm had like that talk whoa last night. whoa yeah. whoa and so i brought him a uh, evs roost deflector <laughs> and uh hopefully to save someone's life out there right but it was pretty funny how like he went from like zero to yes he's super competitive when i beat him quick. that one game of four he was not happy he was angry he came back he was hard. as angry as i was happy <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny and we talked about the competitive thing yesterday just bullshitting out here and He's a he's a practical joker too because he doesn't like people being on the cell phones apparently, which I didn't know. But we're all on the park benches, you know, hanging out at the fly tent, and some dude was on his phone, and he went and got this huge sledgehammer and walked around behind him and beat hit the hit yeah. the table. Like he like nonchalantly gets up, walks into the fly trailer, 
and then comes out the other side with a sledgehammer yeah. in his hand. But nobody paid attention. He just kind of walked it. We're all talking, and the two guys, one of the Alpine Star guys and another fly guy, were just sitting in the corner not being a part of the conversation on yeah. their phones. And he swings like he's trying to drive a nail in, like, <laughs> a railroad tie. Yeah. Hits the the um, picnic table. The picnic table. And the two – they had two um, – Beverages on the what do you beers? Call uh, yeah, two beverages that jumped up about a foot, flipped, and landed upside down. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It yeah, was great. and then he's busting balls all night. But so TJ, oh, go ahead. I got my uh, my log splitter over there too. Oh yeah, I saw and, that. Uh, he was sitting on his phone for a second. He got me first thing this morning. Whenever I was uh, just talking to the folks, he ran, yeah. came up, and about made me jump out of my pants. Well, he was on <laughs> his phone for two seconds, and. Uh, I got him with my log splitter. It's about a six-pound log splitter, and it, yeah. it made him jump, and it was great. That's good. Nobody else had the balls to get him yet, and so T I had revenge. TJ, this is your first year at the Fly Fun Day. What would you think of it, man? Um, I'm just bummed that I won't be able to be here tomorrow. The track is pretty epic. I've not ridden this track. There's a couple huge tabletops that I yep. just straight pushed out. Me too. Um, struggle with the bike today, but it's a new bike for me. But other than that, man, the track has been awesome. I think I literally jumped over in like probably <laughs> five to six times, but the highlight of my day was putting you on the ground. Yeah. So I mean. Yep. Okay, hold on. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Let's go over this. You know, it's my turn to interview y'all okay. now. Let's do okay. it. So we're on the night track, right? Y'all are on the night track. Uh -huh. right? Night track. Y'all are having a good time. You're kind of in your flow, and you see dark there's, side there's coming no up. There's no flow. Like we're back and forth to each other in. Yeah, quarters. we're like, about three quarters like arena speed, across. Just like arena across. Okay, level. so you're rollerballing. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. All right, and then you see the the number three of Dale Earnhardt. Pulling up, about to Very kill you. TJ with your phone there. Yeah, you know, cell phone, cell phone. He, he hasn't been part of a podcast. No, in I a don't long know. Time. I, I don't know what's going on on my phone. Anyway, it's going nuts. So it's Hillary Clinton, you better watch out. You might suicide yourself. Uh, Turn it off. Phone's still ringing. Phone's still ringing. Okay. Anyway, all right. So you're rollerballing. No, I'll leave it in. Uh, you're rollerballing on the night track here. Yeah. And. Somebody's about to stack it going down here. Sorry, I keep getting distracted by these. There's standards. a lot going on there under is. this There's pavilion. So you're you're rollerballing the night track. You back, see, back and forth. You, you see the intimidator number three coming <laughs> behind you. Do you freak out him. or do you I controllably? Him in a quarter. Okay. And like kind of run him a, stall? No, you were a little high, and then I knew he was going to be like trying to get me back to what we were doing. And so we went into a corner where there was one good run on the inside and then the outside, and I could tell he was going to follow me. So I let up so he could catch up to me, and then I just jammed on all my brakes, pulled my clutch in, and he just ran into the back yeah. of me. Okay, now there's two sides of every story. Mm -hmm. Dark side. Yeah. What's going on with your brain when you see rollerballing, <laughs> sketchiness, and you're yeah. like, oh, God, i got to get around this. i got to exit the scene of the crime. <laughs> what's going on in your head No, here? really what we were doing is riding about half to three-quarter speed and playing with each other. Well, that sounds bad. But we were cutting each other off in each corner. Like bumping and dickheads in Yeah, we were, we were, you know, brake-checking each other anyway. That's the whole for five or six laps. <laughs> and then I just didn't expect it in that corner. And I decided I was just going to stand up through that corner. So when he did brake-check me and I hit his rear wheel, no I went over the bars. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if you watch, like, sports. I grew up playing baseball. Sports. And as, I, as he runs into me and, and I roll around, I turn around and look, he is doing a – straight up like slide into home base hands out forward down the heel because it's kind of like off camber and he's just hands forward sliding safe into home base it was great it was a, gr <laughs> yeah, it it was a highlight I'm, my gopro should have caught it so that'll, that'll <laughs> go up on the vlog i'm a little disappointed i'm gonna point. have to spend more time on the night track watching tomorrow i was watching a lot of riders it was on a the lot of fun track. Yeah. i i really don't like that track but because we were 
just goofing with each other. Yeah. And well, and the dirt's so good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we were straight like cutting the track. Oh, not cutting not the track, cut, but like the corners. Not turning. Not turning. I was, like, going straight <laughs> and trying to. You know, fuck well, he him. did that to if me you're today not on the big track. No, we're oh, not cheating. If you're not oh, yeah. cheating, you're not that's story. Tell he that did story. it to me. To, tried to do it to me today on the big track and um, almost plowed into one of the fast Probably guys. Probably an A-rider, yeah. yeah. I didn't know he was back there. <laughs> I thought I was just trying to cut TJ off and I went straight across the ruts. And then this guy goes ripping by. And I was like, oh, I bet about – I almost killed him probably. Yeah. So, so you had, had a little uh, fun on a 250F. When was the last time you rode a 250? I've never rode a 250. Well, I told you I did once, like it was, but it wasn't even like a race bike. It was some trail bike that my buddy bought. So we're, honestly, that was the first time I've ever rode a 250F. Your bike. Cool. So I let Darkside rip around my 250F, which has some, you know, decent little work to it. It's not a full blown race motor, but it was good enough for what I could afford at the time. <laughs> um, and was it kind of what you expected, or no, not really? No, it actually was. I it had more power than I expected, so it, it was like you kept telling me you got to rub the shit out, You're, which you did. But it was, like, I've rode TJ's 125, and for some reason I expected it to be like that, and it wasn't at all. Right. So, no, I was impressed, other than when it almost so booted could, me over the bars. Yeah, we'll ignore that part. We've <laughs> talked about you stacking it enough today. <laughs> so, do you find yourself with you only probably using X amount of power on the 450? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that you could really have a lot more fun and be more efficient on a 250F because of how much lighter it is? Or talk Possibility. About that. If I rode with, if I rode it more and got more comfortable, yeah. I mean, I felt my, I felt like my corner technique was getting better on ha- your bike. Have you ridden with him? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So if you watch him, because I, I ride with him quite regularly, he, he needs a 450 the way he rides because he just comes sure. out of the corner Twist the throttle and clears the jump. So like he just, just does a bunch of starts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So no momentum. I don't know if that's uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that might be fair. All right. So we. So maybe I do need, need a two ninety. I maybe kit. do need a two fifty F to get my technique back. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I had a lot of fun on though. I mean, I I thought I'd go out there and ride like one lap, two laps, and be over it. And I think I rode four. So what's yours? Just a. Get a little bit back on track with the fly racing fun day that we have going on. What is something that you guys uh, like? This year versus last year, what's something that you would I was do here? Maybe imp- imp- <laughs> okay, yeah. Enough. Well, and then I would say that's what I disliked about this year is that TJ was here. Um, oh well, honestly, for me this year, hanging out with Damon, <laughs> playing, okay, pool, playing pool with Damon, and going to dinner with Damon, and interviewing Damon in a minute, and talking to Damon, and Damon. So Damon fucking Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So but he was here last year. I just didn't really like. But um. As far as the event goes, honestly, I wouldn't. It's about the same. I mean, it's just a cool event. Period. I don't know. I think. Yeah. And being my first time here, I'm surprised that, like, I didn't realize there was going to be so many. I don't know if you call them vendors, but people out here promoting their product dealerships. The dealerships that are here selling stuff. I got I got a chance to actually ride in a set of Tech Tens today. Yeah, um, Alpine the, Stars the is here. Guys from Alpine Stars, they. And they take your license, and they let you test ride the boots. And I went up and said, hey, y'all keep my license. I'm keeping the boots kind of a thing. <laughs> um, but that's kind of cool how they're able to do that kind of stuff for yeah. people. Um, I, I think these events need whatever it takes to get more exposure because I can't imagine how any moto guy couldn't have a blast. Even if you just ride, don't come up here. Obviously, the track's fun. But being able to come up here, see all the stuff, talk to the vendors, it was a pretty cool event. Yeah, a lot of giveaways. Um, and they also demoed Fly, WPS, demoed the FR5s, which I don't think a lot of people knew. Oh, wow. And I wore a pair of those today, which I've never tried because I have Tech 10s. Yeah. But I also have some of the old Fly Sector boots, which aren't great. 
um, you know, when you have certain color waves you want with your gear, my a lot of my gear doesn't match my Tech 10s, which I need to fi fix that. But nor does your helmet. No, well, that's because my uh, helmet's getting cut painted. And they're all custom paint helmets. And so I just got enough. my new helmet back from Extreme Colors, but it doesn't have my earbuds in, and I can't ride without music. So, um, but Bob Lowry's like, hey, try some of these FR5s, and I went out and rode them, and I thought they were good. I mean, they're not Tech 10s, but for a mid-level boot, they're pretty badass. Yeah, and I, I'm happy that this is my second year being involved. I like the two-day format because it makes it a, a fun weekend. The one day's cool. Uh, because everything's condensed into a single day, but it goes by so damn fast that like yeah, yesterday went, yeah, yeah. or last year went by so quickly. And you know, for us, uh, you know, at the time working at a dealership, driving down when I get off of work on a Saturday, getting here at one a.m. from Dallas right, was right. tough, and sure. then just to just you know to turn around and go back to uh, to Dallas was tough. So uh, this year, two day format's pretty cool because you get your weekend warriors on Saturday, and then you get your true diehard guys. Uh, yeah. and it gives and it gives all the dealers a chance to come out here. Uh, and get rid of uh, some clearance items, stuff like that. Um, but having the involvement from all the vendors, you know, everything that Western Power Sports sells is essentially here. Yeah. Uh, yep. Shinko Tires are here. Alpine Stars once again. Sedona's here displaying side-by-side -side stuff. We have some local graphics companies out here literally imprinting jerseys uh, while you sit here. Kent Power Sports is already set up. Yep. Uh, Moto Mummy was here. Um, build and Ride. The Giving yeah, Away some cool jerseys. Dunlop's yeah. hooking it up. So. For those of you that don't know, Dunlop uh, came on board with Western Power Sports and will be available in January, which is super legit. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a great event, and there's no way to, to have an event like this unless you're at a track right, like right. Cycle Ranch. I mean, yeah. Cycle Ranch is just it's incredible. They were up for, some of y'all don't know this, but whenever uh, Freestone was getting the national, they were one of the tracks in Texas that were working on getting uh, Heard that. a national. Yeah. Uh, it's it's that good. Like I, I was out there riding, and I could see how this place, this would be. I mean, I, I think this would be a better, like it'd be harder for the guys than Freestone. It, it would be deeper and, and, and yeah, a little bit get, better. Yeah, it'd get gnarly. Absolutely. So, what do you think that could be done to maybe improve it? The track better promoting. I think. Oh, I, yes. I think Todd does a good job, but I don't think a lot of people knew about this event. I, I wouldn't have known about I it. I would expect, like, if well, I never heard nobody. Talk I would about. think if this was in the Dallas Fort Worth area, there'd be two or three times as many people. I would think. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, it's it's kind of tough because part of the reason, from what I heard, this might not be accurate. So allegedly, part of the reason why um, they didn't get the national is just because straight up, it's the location. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's the moto scene in San Antonio isn't very big. Austin, right. it's pretty decent. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, you're an hour and forty five minutes from you know austin and um any major airports are even that much further away so yeah, it's tough yeah. to get spectators houston, I guess, closest and i mean you get a lot of houston riders that are willing to drive three hours to get here because the track's just that good right but i think uh the location's kind of tough for cycle ranch itself but uh man I, that blows my mind too i guess i'm just really so i'm so involved with the moto industry that mm -hmm. you know always following it that i always know about it yeah i mean i know so, too but like i i don't know that you know, Weekend Warrior Joe Blow sure. well, maybe knows, you know, if he doesn't well, follow. JT, who follows the industry, yeah, Mark, Cooley. That, that, uh, JT Cooley and and, uh, and Mark 
the, our buddies, what they didn't really know about it till the last minute. You know, what yeah. I mean? like, we were like, hey, we're going there. Like, what are you going to Cycle Ranch for? Right. So, um, well, if they listened to the show, they would have got that info. But fair enough. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. They don't listen yeah, to the yeah. podcast and much, right. much and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So maybe we just start promoting it a little bit sooner, probably two months in advance, and yeah, then that'll get the word you know, out. And a I don't. Bit I didn't notice that Todd promoted it on. Like I saw it on Facebook, but I didn't see it on Instagram or Twitter. And we were talking earlier, but a lot of Moto people, man, are on Twitter. Man, you get a lot of info on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, using the other social media besides just Facebook would have helped. You know, and. I, I don't know what the promotion was like in the dealerships. You, like you go to the dealerships. I don't know how much they, they the put flyers up. The reps definitely were doing a pretty decent job. But the thing is, is that the only um, thing was just, once again, that they got the tickets a little bit later. Okay, Craig Martin yeah, yeah. was promoting handing out tickets this past week. And that's a little. We got a side by start, side. You need to start doing that two weeks ago. Yeah. So. Well, sorry, it's going to grow, though. I yeah. do. I really do. As long as they keep, as long as they don't give up on it, this thing's going to be a, a really cool event. I think it's years awesome. Like, I think people. I'd like to see the numbers of who, how many people showed up today because, yeah. I mean, the track was full of riders all day long. Sorry, we got a side-by-side. All right, side we're going to wrap this thing up with the side-by-side side going. We're going to go right, get Damon go find Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Yeah, we're going to go get Damon, and we'll be right back. Wrap.